Random Millennial Thoughts. Yes, sir. Welcome to Random Millennial Thoughts, first episode. Perfect. I'd like to welcome Andrew Pickard. Yes, sir. The first guest on the podcast. Yes, sir. Um, you can find him on like every medium that everyone yeah, else is on. Sure, you know, sure. Instagram, Instagram uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. all of those things. It's all at James Drew Music. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's hype. How do you feel about like social media and using that shit? Oh, I'm glad you started with that. <laughs> you know, because um, like as an artist, that's that's like one of the major platforms that you have to take over now. Right. You know. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad you started with that, just because, like, that's what I'm all about right now. Um, I'm seeing, you know, we listen to Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. I'm just Gary V. Gary V. Man, I'm <laughs> I'm just thinking like, you know, I see the money there. It's not mm-hmm. all about money, mm-hmm. but um, like he always says, money is oxygen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just seeing the opportunities to grow my fan base and things of that nature with social media, using Instagram. Um, really, I've been slowing down. I was heavy on Snapchat because it was easy to get access to people because you could just easily just show up and be like, yo, what's your Snapchat? Mm-hmm. You know, people are willing to get at a faster than they're willing to give up like an Instagram, a Twitter like handle or like a phone number or something. So, um, But now with Instagram, when they added the live feature, they mm-hmm. got the stories um, and now you can like upload content. So like if you had like some pre-recorded stuff, like say if we clip this, mm-hmm. you know, and you could do that, and when you look back on it, you could just do ten seconds and th- throw it up in your story, yeah. and people could just kind of get little snippets and seeing, you know, what they want to see there, like later. It's like the um, new trailer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's ads. So I'm um, just been getting into ads. So I actually love social media. Um, well, that's what it's become. Is it's weird that we call it social media. Right. Because there's, like, social aspects to it, but it's more of just, like, the new ad agency. It really is. You know? Yeah, it's just the way to present yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Present <laughs> your brand. Present, like, what, you, what you're all about. Mm-hmm. Because um, for so long, advertisements on television really create a lot of culture. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, if you think about Christmas. Right. How did every kid find out what they wanted? <laughs> it was a lot of times through TV ads. Or magazine ads. Like, they used to have the JCPenney Christmas catalog. Remember that? Right, yes. That thing was so thick. It was just pages of shit. People would just, like, circle and be like, this is what I want, you know? I laugh because it's just like, how did they even know that they're supposed to want something? Yeah. (laughs) Those same ads. How do they even know that? We can get into that. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, how do they even know... That there's something that they need. It's like, oh, this is the season to ask for stuff. And, like, because I'm mm-hmm. a kid, I get whatever I want. It's like, where does that even come from? I wonder what, if there's been, a, like, research on what's the outcome of that. Growing up in a culture where, like, you're expected to get gifts because it's a certain day of the month. Right. And then when you grow up, what like, what's the difference from someone that didn't have that experience growing up? Right, I was. That's crazy that you like. Are you more willing to to take than give? Right, you know. I got you. Um, Hmm. I was just thinking of something that was that was crazy. Um, that I saw yesterday. Trying to remember it, so Mm -hmm. keep going because I can't remember right now. (laughs) It was dope though. Um, I'll I'll pull it up. It'll be in my mind. But uh, I saw it on Instagram, and it was Mm -hmm. just about a. it was an entrepreneur, and I can't connect yeah. that right now. So let's let's move on. Have you ever, uh, like, not had social media? Did you ever like take a break since you started using social media? Um, yes. Since mm-hmm. I've started, 
not as lately, but mm-hmm. yeah. When I started, I've taken multiple breaks. I've taken. I remember back in the BlackBerry days, <laughs> I would just like stop using because I used to have Twitter. It was even Twitter and Facebook back then. I would just on stop. a BlackBerry. Yeah, you don't remember that? Was the BlackBerry like a like a like a touch screen, or was no. it like an actual BlackBerry? It was a black with the keyboard with and the all keyboard that. Keyboard and all. Like the bold, the BlackBerry bold. Oh yeah, it was the newer okay. one. Yeah, it was dope. Okay. It was it was dope. I really rocked with the BlackBerry. I mm-hmm. saw it and it fell off. Well, BlackBerry <laughs> is like the Android of that time because it was very the true. first iPhone was out then, right? Around that time, yeah. yeah. The three, like the two G, was the before even the three yeah. G. Yeah, so it was kind of like the uh, the original Android mm-hmm. of like competition. They Apple still had Palm something. Pilots out back then. Like yeah. BlackBerry was one of the first ones to bring that like smartphone mm-hmm. feature where you could access the internet. Like where PDAs were kind of just like, I don't even. know. Oh my god, it just fucking circle forever. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's funny like being a kid and hearing people in my family be like, "Well, back in my day, right. uh, we only had three stations, <clears throat> and we had to get up to move the dial." You know. Right. And now we're sitting here like. Oh, I remember Palm Pilots. Like, exactly. you had to touch a button. Exactly. The fuck? <laughs> All right, that's crazy. That is how it is, though. Mm-hmm. It's just moving. It's, it's just, interesting. Yep, it's moving. It never stops. Like, I mean, you have people still alive that, like, were around when women first, like, uh, got the first chance to vote. Yes, for sure. You have people you know? that went through multiple, like, crazy amounts of presidents wars mm-hmm. seeing the economy go up and down yeah. and up and down and then seeing social mm-hmm. media and things like come and go like radio diminish tv mm-hmm. come in and now tv's dying and yeah. so like internet's coming it's crazy it's fucking crazy bro speak of the devil <laughs> i was watching the daily v uh-huh um and he was talking to he's at you know one of these like big press conference not press conference but one of his like speeches mm-hmm. and uh he essentially in a sentence was like look you guys are focusing so much money and time into TV when people spend their entire day on their phone. You know? It's and so, such like, attention. Concept, right. But we so all miss it. Well, they're, like, seeking to get your attention, where I feel like Gary and just Vander Media and what all the other shit that he probably does. Right. Um, it more so goes to where the attention is, is at. Exactly. And presents itself there. Exactly. You it's know? like he just he blends in if yeah. that makes sense so he's like like he always talks about native content in his books um and it's just it just fits it, it's, it's like it doesn't stand out some people like those workout people mm-hmm. they drain you like they every day it's the same like super overposed they're yeah. in like the tightest clothes possible it's like overload mm-hmm. it's like gary just he's just like every day like this just like you're doing your every day because you're with your friends you're chilling like that's just what he does so yeah. the way he fits it into just being natural with the with the platforms is mm-hmm. really where he's successful and where a lot of people are going to move moving forward because it's just the new wave mm-hmm. <laughs> i really think people are going to start doing it more they have to to support where the attention's going exactly and that at some point, you know, like these big heads and corporations, if it's if it hurts their bank account, they're gonna start shifting quicker. Exactly. You know. Yep. And that's where, that's everything. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> and who's talking about like if like a company gave him forty million dollars and said you can use this on your social media platforms? He would only do it on Facebook, right now, because it's where the most ROI. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's where the majority of the attention is because you have levels, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, Facebook first came out, and it was for college kids. Exactly. (laughs) And then high school kids start getting on it, and then, you know, 30 and 40-year-olds, and then next thing, mom and dad's on it, grandma and grandpa's on it. So that's where Facebook is right now. Exactly. You have Instagram that's kind of more for young people, but you're starting to see older people get on it more. Yeah, definitely. And then Snapchat's very very new in the sense of like i feel like majority younger people use it still but again it's evolving exactly so you're starting to see slowly but surely older people grasp towards it too i think it's because it's there's a there's a way to you know people are scared to do something that doesn't fit with the norm Mm -hmm. like people want to fit in so Mm -hmm. like when a a social media platform is brand new Mm -hmm. people aren't just going to jump to that social media platform and just start doing them because that's vulnerable you know that's Mm -hmm. that takes a lot so people are more comfortable just being like all right let let me sit back and now there's a norm of how people use instagram yeah you know what i'm saying there's just a norm there's a way of life on that platform so now people can just easily fit in and i think that's the main thing people just want to fit in at the end of the day um i think and that's where gary again he capitalizes on that just because he sees it sees it (laughs) i understand why people use they use social media for like business purposes but it'd be really interesting to find out why people use it for like personal reasons because people project this like self-projected image of themselves right and it always makes it seem like everyone's so happy and life's so good Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um there's this researcher named simon senek i'm hip i I, yeah i sent you that video yep okay um and his big spiel in a few sentences would be you know the millennials they're labeled as uh, lazy and unfocused and unmanageable because um, we always are looking for like this bigger purpose and we're not we don't feel like we're making an impact but we're not putting in the time to really make the impact exactly um, but at the same time he was talking about how we have instant gratification regardless you know between if we want to watch netflix we don't wait for tv shows to come out we just watch them yep you know Mm -hmm. the instant gratification of getting a like Mm -hmm. from your photo and if you don't get that like what that does and then what that does to people when they put like a self-projected image of just is more of like personal use and not business right for sure and then they kind of use that to that's why they have like low self-esteem um that's why you have like a higher depression rate against yeah. millennials. Yep. Because um, like this little piece of dopamine keeps getting released every time we're getting a like or we yep. get a text or whatever it is. Um, and it's weird. It's gonna be weird to see how that plays out in the long run. Because um, you have kids that are growing up that will never know what it's like not to have Snapchat. But it's it's almost like um, it's it's happening. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm so I'm so with I'm so with what you're saying um because it's it's just it's happening mm-hmm. and we're just watching it unfold right in front of our faces and this is ridiculous um i hope i don't know i just feel like you can't stop it i think that is what that's what humanity wants i feel like mm-hmm. if if it wasn't then we wouldn't you know or or maybe we don't know better but i mean I mean, dude, you got the information. You know I mean, if you're at the top, if you're, like, looking down at us from the sky, mm-hmm. 
and you just saw us collectively like what are we doing mm-hmm. you know and what we're doing is advancing technology and i think possibly what we're doing is advancing technology to the point that we're going to create some sort of other life form yeah artificial intelligence for sure so singularity yeah <laughs> yeah sure. we're, you know that's exactly that's where we're pushing to that's what we wanted to i mean that's where it's supposed to go if you really think about it because we we get to the point that we realize that we are just consciousness and that mm-hmm. this is just vibration and that this is just a realm mm-hmm. like that we are we exist on other realms and once we start just i don't know i just feel like what the internet does and it's not this internet will die there will be a new internet there will be another internet after that there's just going to be even if it's another name i don't know if you saw lucy mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying yeah. it's like all information and we can all have access to that i mean just imagine i mean that's that is when we when we die i mean it's the same thing when you die you know everything it's mm-hmm. like it's it's this like complete it's not even like a bliss as much as it's just like you know all the pain you know mm-hmm. all the hurt but you know the reasons and the under it's like there's no logic there's no mathematics it's just it yeah. is what it is so i don't know that's why i feel like humanity's trying to get to that point where we just know everything because that's just what we want and if we can just become a robot of consciousness we won't have biodegradable bodies mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's just yeah. we'll all look look alike <laughs> you know what i'm saying we can't judge like oh yo yo your buttons unscrew yeah. you know what i'm saying like we all the same um I don't know. I think that's just where humanity wants to go. And then we're, we'll have these little chips that have us know everything. Because mm-hmm. emotions aren't real. You know, all of this stuff is just chemical reactions, if you really think mm-hmm. about it. And when you transcend to, like, a conscious, enlightened situation, which is what I'm striving for, personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you realize that this is just where you are this is just what we are and mm. this we are just an organism we are an, we're an animal just like everyone else you know what i'm saying but we just have we're, we're just consciousness well it's weird that we would quit right here <laughs> what do you mean like we got to this point in evolution and then like we would just stop exactly it's like if someone made the first iphone it was like cool we'll, we'll stop that <laughs> exactly. we just won't do that anymore you know <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you put that, but yeah, it's like exactly. why the fuck would we not keep doing this? We why would we not keep innovating? Yeah, and going. But people are like, I'm so scared of AI. It's like, it's kind of inevitable. There has to be something better than us to push it forward. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And we're the tool to make that happen. Exactly. Because the thing is, like, we all don't understand why we do it. We're doing these things, and that's where you got to understand, like, um, universal consciousness. It's just like. We're all doing things. We don't know why. Evil is here for a reason just as much as the good is here for a reason. Everyone has a unique, specific purpose. Yeah, we all look, we look at us and we're like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. But if you really, if you knew everything, you would know that every, it's an integral part. Every single thing Mm -hmm. matters. Every little, you know, plus two, negative four, plus one, you know, Mm -hmm. it equals out to this perfect zero. It's almost like business is kind of like the universe. Where like everyone yeah. plays a little part, and no yeah. matter how big or small, it's all it's an essential. organism. It's an organism, but it's an organ. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, it's <laughs> fucking crazy, bro. Man, it's it's fucking crazy, and mm-hmm. this is like, it's like I it's, don't know. It's shit like that you have to remind yourself about when right. you start crying about silly shit. True. You know, <laughs> like that's it's it's the truth. When, when you start complaining about like really silly shit that just doesn't matter, it's like, 
That's because you're in your mind, though. Because right. this thing is just reactionary. It's an animal. Your your mind is just reacting. It has mm-hmm. flight, re- fight or flight responses. It's literally just a, like adapting to every single stimuli it gets. So if that's good, bad. If you're in a bad circumstance where you keep getting negativity and pain, it's mm-hmm. like you're just going to become this person who's looking for that. It's mm-hmm. just that's why you have to transcend your mind. That's where. That's why as humans, if we could evolve past the need, the need for a brain like a human physical brain if mm-hmm. we could find a way to like download consciousness i know that sounds fucking ridiculous but <laughs> i mean how would you do with an ai exactly like i just think if we could artificialize a brain and put this consciousness in it mm-hmm. you remove emotions and now yeah. we're just like this perfect thing People are well, scared shit, of that dude. because they want to hold on to everything. If you're able to do that, you'd have all the religious people pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, well, that's what God's supposed to do, okay. right? Yeah, but isn't aren't we God? Cr- we are God. This is God. Mm-hmm. This yeah. life, this thing, yeah. is God. I feel that's like. my first question when people are super religious, right? I'm like, all right, well, tell me what your version of God is. Oh, and that's so Because that's just the best part, for, in my opinion, to start. Because you just kind of understand where this person's perspective is, you know, mm-hmm. based off that question. Some people can't even answer it. They really can't. It's God. <laughs> I'm like, if a doctor told you, well, it's cancer. You, you don't even know which one it is. It's, it's just cancer. You're good. You'll be pissed. Yeah. Give me some fucking insight. <laughs> Anything. Anything. An adjective, an adverb, yeah. something. It's God. Yeah. And uh, through asking people that question like a million times, I would say my own answer would just be, and I, I don't know. Please That's my first me. answer is I don't know. That's dope. But my guess <laughs> would be it's just um, energy that we can't explain. That's the ability to create. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know? Yep. That's what it sounds like to me. But like, what is all this shit? Like, all these different galaxies and universes. It's energy that has the ability to create. But you know what's crazy? Like, there's a there's this fucking thing that's going on in my head right now, and I feel like I'm bugging out right now. You're like, what if you're absolutely right, mm-hmm. and then like I'm absolutely right, mm-hmm. and then that fucking crazy religious person is absolutely right because God is everything. Okay. If if God would be literally every single thing, if he is everything, then mm-hmm. he is that whatever. He is God. He is yeah. what you said, what I said, what this person thinks, that person thinks. If that person doesn't think he's real because <laughs> yeah. he can be not real. So it's the accumulation so. of everyone's perspective? Because, like, what is perspective? Persp- yeah, perspective is a motherfucker. Like, what the fuck? That's so dope. It, oh, well, it's, it's really <laughs> crazy when you hear, like... Uh, and that's, I don't want to like bash on the Bible because I think there's like good things you can get from learning, you know, from the stories and there's stuff you can take from it. Right. Absolutely. But when you think about like how it was made, like if I told you a story and then you went and told your friend a story right. and then that friend told that friend a story, that, that story changes. Exactly. Because perspective. Telephone. If we, <laughs> if five people saw something happen... It's all still a different perspective. Everybody. So why the fuck would we think that a book that was written like thousands of years ago, and then it took you know time from the events actually happening to them actually getting written down? Exactly. It's all about perspective. So that almost like creates perspective. Yep. You know. Yeah, for sure. 
Dang, that's deep. You got me paused for a moment. <laughs> Seriously. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is like because since since they're all just stories written, mm-hmm. like just past, like you said, this it's, it's information. Be, it's going to get tainted. Yeah. And even I mean, even the the original perspective was tainted. You know what I'm saying? Like the original perspective, the the perspective of <laughs> like oh the people that first created it. No, the the perspective of even the people who are standing next to God. Mm-hmm. Like how would God? How would Jesus? Jesus would have written that a lot different than Peter, and he Peter right. would have written a lot different than Simon Matthew if they actually wrote it because they mm-hmm. didn't. It was other people. They just named it Matthew or mm-hmm. whatever. But of those people who are actually with God or Jesus, whatever, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, how would have they, they all, it, it would not have been the same Jesus. You see what right. I'm saying? Like, perspective creates, that's why I always have fights with people. Like, like what the fuck is the truth? <laughs> In a weird way, there is no truth. In a really weird way, there kind of is no truth because, like you said, everyone just perspe- sees it differently. They see it differently based off of where they are in that moment. You know, an accumulation of their life, experiences, what they hold on to. Because the human memory kind of sucks. Right. You know? So there's like... If you asked me to tell you what happened between like 1 and 10, I could probably tell you in a few sentences. Because I don't really remember a ton. Right. You know? You remember like bullet points almost. Exactly. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know where I was going with that. It's cool, but I'm, I'm with you, bro. Like I'm just, I'm with you every step, man. I'm with you every step. That's it's, it's crazy. I feel like. Um, Imagine if Jesus showed up right now, like in today's age, like just like walk through New York City. What if he's here? If he's just like strolling down Times Square, like what if? He's, like I'm Jesus. People I, would be like, you fucking nut. It's the same shit. It's like it'd be, they'd be really interesting. <laughs> No one, dude, no one, this is the thing, like, this, like, I don't think people realize that the only thing that fucking matters to an individual has to be legacy. It mm-hmm. has to be legacy, because the thing is, no one's gonna give a fuck while you're here. No one's True. gonna care, no one's gonna give a shit until you're gone, you're dead, and you're now, no one can take you for granted, because mm-hmm. you're gone, and they'll they'll start to reminisce. And they'll start stacking up all those good moments you gave them. And it depends on how many you delivered them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As far and as And the serving. shitty ones, too. Exactly. Yeah. And they'll, they'll stack it up. And then they'll they'll have... That's what that's the little deck of cards you gave them to flip through for the rest of their life. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, like, that's who you are. It's like I said. It's like the thing, like, with Jesus. Like, we were just talking about. Like, who was he, though? Like, I want him to... I want to hear what he... Like, his, From his perspective. That would be fucking yeah. crazy. Whole nother level. That'd be a loop. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would Call Mel Gibson. Yeah. We're doing the second one. <laughs> no, you just gotta just, re- just revoke that one. Start over. <laughs> like for real. But like, that's the thing. Like who, like who I am, and that's what I love about social media. I'm glad this all ties mm-hmm. into where I was going and why I think Singularity is the place to go. Is because like now because of social media you can know exactly where i'm coming from mm-hmm. i tell my story now 
So when I die, just watch my Instagram stories. I have them all saved. I'm creating, if you go to my Instagram right now, I'm doing Mm. stories. I'm just documenting days. I'm doing every single day a series. So I'm using this footage for, um, I do, I'm going to do a series literally every fucking day. It's only going to be like a minute long. And I'm going to be, yeah, every day for as long as Instagram and my fucking phone works and I I have access to it. I'm going to do it because when I die, just I told you what I was doing. Uh-huh. This is like so I don't care what anybody else writes or whatever. Yeah. You got the truth. Yeah. And that's like what like how you said, like what is like there is no truth. I think there isn't a truth. There is no truth and there all there is is truth. Uh-huh. I think there's like uh-huh. the, that paradigm. I think all there is is truth. Like everything that almost like a self truth. Exactly. Everything that you you feel you think, I believe is the truth. Uh-huh. And if you tell it your way, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Like, there is no, you know, beyond. And that's why I think singularity is cool. You just remove the emotion. Now people can just tell it mm-hmm. like it is. That's a lot of what, it, what happens. People get caught in emotion, you know? And it doesn't necessarily have to be like a an emotion that we feel that's negative. I mean, people get caught in the positive emotions too. True. You know? Yes. Oh, man. Yes, for sure. That can be dangerous too. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to be paranoid if you, every once in a while. Sure. I think I think we got too many people cocky out here, you know. For sure. And just think that they're untouchable. For sure. But no one's untouchable. That's r- that's real. Like bullets do not have names, they and neither don't. do bombs. Okay. <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Or an earthquake, a piece of land. You know, 150 people die a year from coconuts dropping on their heads. <laughs> Random fact of the day. Quotables. So, be cocky. Watch out for the coconuts. Okay? <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I just think, you know, it's all about just trying to figure out, like you say, your truth, man. Figure out your truth. Th- what you want to do. And I think... I think we have the option to do that. Mm-hmm. If you went to China, you don't really have that option. You know? Because yeah. you're... You're like like here. You're, you're kind of thrown into school, mm-hmm. but after school here, you kind of just you figure it out. Right. Exactly. What do you want to do? Maybe you just waste your time. Whatever. It's your choice. It's your choice. But in China, they're like, all right. Well, now you're going to go to work, and there's only a few things we got you to choose from. So, <laughs> pick one. <laughs> exactly. It's almost like um, uh, what's the movie? Hunger Games. Loki. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? How it's do you like, mean? have you ever seen the hun- mm-hmm. like Hunger Games? Kind of yeah. like the, the little factions or whatever they're called, like the little the districts, the districts. Yeah, shit. that's kind of like that in the sense where you had to choose, and mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of weird. That'd yeah, be, that'd be a little scary. It, like, I feel I, like, and I don't, I don't want to get into like a huge movie thing, mm-hmm. but Hunger Games could have been dope. Okay, I didn't Talk feel like you. it was dope. The I first, the first one had me opinion. intrigued. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> It's just like you can make that cutthroat, and I feel like they try to make it too mainstream. Did you Did you read the books? No. Okay. See, I'm I don't hip. know shit. Yeah, I'm not hip at all. Me either. Anything about it? I know what happened in the movie. Oh. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> I watched it too. I slept through it probably. But it you was... gotta respect that. Yeah. Because too many people try to. Oh, I read the books. Did you? Nah, bruh. I'll tell you, I didn't read the book. <laughs> I didn't care enough to read the book to be blunt. I didn't even know about the book. The movie came out. They're like, "Oh, there's a book." I'm like, "Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> exactly, cool." I'm not gonna read that. 
I'm just not in a fiction or nonfiction or anything. To read, yeah. I need just to read. I I think it's cool in movies, like something like Avatar. Yeah. Like that's dope for sure. You know, like imagination. Imagination. It's imagination brought to life. You know, things like an Avatar or like the Pixar movies. That's a pure creation. Yep. Respect. You're creating a world. That's why I love the kid movies. My girl got me into them. I hated them (laughs) because I never watched them. I just judged them. From you the want, you know, you want to know the best kids movie I've ever seen. What's up? Inside Out. Inside. Give me that. You already know. I don't know who made it. I I need an, I need names. I don't want to know like a studio name, but I I would love to talk to them. We need to sit. We need to. You need to get them in here. Yeah. Because <laughs> just breaking like five. I, I guess there's like. I looked into it a little bit. There's more basic emotions than just the five they hit on. Mm-hmm. But the five that they hit on were so essential. Exactly. And kind of like, kind of showed each side of the puzzle. Where the ones that they left out, you can kind of attach to one of the others. Exactly. You they know? have like some type of association. And just the way they designed it, where it was like, <sighs> in a girl's brain, like a 10, what is she, like 10 or like yeah, 13 or something? Something like Young that. girl's brain, mm-hmm. moving to a new city. Because her dad got a new job. I mean, how basic of a storyline is that? But they're like, no, we're going to go into her brain and we're going to break it down to the five basic emotions. They had to keep it simple. You had oh, yeah. to. Because they were going so deep. And the memory balls. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo. Oh, man. Sadness touched the the memory. Yeah. Talk about perspective. Exactly. So sadness touched the memory. And it made it sad. It made that memory sad. It was a good memory. She exactly, made it sad. Exactly, bro. You know? That's it's uh coloring. That I read mm-hmm. it in a book. I don't know what book it was, but it was um just negative and positive or just whatever. We color everything that happens through because of experience mm-hmm. and, and what we've been through. And that's that was what that was an example of just coloring. Like the like because of an experience, because I went through the stimuli, I moved. Mm-hmm. Now that memory is, you know, yeah. tainted because of the the emotions I felt. Crazy, yeah, crazy. So, well, people deep. Some people that that don't have education and like communicate, like ways to communicate. I'm not saying like a college degree. I'm just saying like knows how yeah, to communicate, sure. knows how to talk to people, how to manage emotions. Mm-hmm. They just run off their emotions for sure. It's like not even a thinking process at mm-hmm. all. Like, I I feel like. I don't think anymore. Mm-hmm. As I get older, I find myself spending less time like pondering on something and trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I just run with it and and pray to God that I don't fuck up. <laughs> well, what's the worst I that's going to happen? Exactly. Like if and if I fuck up, yeah. I'll, I'll self self-reflect. Okay, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? It's the only way you learn. Put the mirror up in your face. <laughs> when you fuck something up, you remember not to do that again. <laughs> right you grow there's you go through all that would you really be like well i'll try that out again because it works so good the first time you know no man it's you live and you learn literally literally that's what always throws me off when i hear like i'll have conversations with like older people Mm -hmm. and they'll just be like i'm done like i'm done learning and i'm just like you're done segway school system okay i feel like that's Dive the in. reason i feel like that's the reason like what? because there's um you got the school system which literally takes your ability to learn 
and just distorts it by telling you that this is what learning is. Mm-hmm. Sitting here, studying, mm-hmm. getting good grades. You get graded on a system, A, B, C, D. If you get a D, it's because you didn't study hard enough. But mm-hmm. someone who doesn't even have to study, you know, we're all different. Right. It's like the cookie cutter thing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I feel like that distorts the ability to learn. Because if you realize, I mean, I know you just because you're, you're a, a spiritual being. It's like, you're you're willing to, you're okay to deal with your emotions because you are able to... I don't know how to connect to manage this. them. It's you. You can manage them, but I'm saying it's like it's because you know how to learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't get. You didn't like. You know what I'm saying. You know how to learn in the moment. You know yeah. how to look at a situation that happens to you and say, "Okay, all right, I did this. Like I a plan of attack. Here. Yeah, I did this. Okay, I'm going to get better here. You mm-hmm. you just always looking to grow. You know what I'm saying? Like people love yeah. learning. The people who love learning. I feel like are the people who, if you look at all the successful people and all yeah. the things that... Well, they don't stop, you know, because it's, it really is a journey. Mm-hmm. And really what school does, school almost like makes it seem like there's an end point to learning. Exactly. Like this is the end. The test happens, you get graded, and that's the end point of you learning that subject. Exactly. That's you why know? it's so hard for people when they get right out of school. Yeah. Because it's like, do you have a you have a wealth of knowledge? You could easily, first of all, hop on YouTube and just teach just classes. talks, <laughs> and people will literally you could literally make money off that. You can make a living mm-hmm. off that, mm-hmm. or you could start your own company. I mean, you there's so many ways, but like you said, because people get out here and it's like, I thought I was done learning, <laughs> I thought it was over. Well, this is a shitty way to look at look at life, but you know what? Um, and when you say the school system, I would, I'm kind of talking about right here, like elementary through high school. It really preps you for the workforce. Exactly. So you're gonna get up early. You're gonna come here. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be here till late afternoon, early night. It's babysitting. And then you get to go home for a while, but then you're gonna come back, and we're gonna do this five days out of seven. Yep. And we're just gonna keep going. Yep. Throughout that time, you're told when to eat. You're told. When to do what, when, where, and how. Exactly. And so then it's weird. Like when then you go into the workforce, and you can't realize it's it's very similar. Very, you know, same. So you're gonna be here this time to this time. You can take your break here, which is we'll call it recess for adults. (laughs) You know, it's essentially what it is. Here's a half hour, whatever, to go do whatever it is you want to do. Exactly. But realistically, you're probably gonna eat because you're hungry as fuck. Exactly. So you stay there. Or you just go run to wherever. But it really just preps you for the workforce, I think. And I think that's really the purpose of it. Like, if you look at some of the best, or the, you know, the geniuses of our times, the Bill Gates and uh, Steve Jobs and, you know, even Gary Vee. I mean, Gary Vee got through school, but none of them were really that great at it. Right. Because it's... Not to say there's not great things you can get from school. You can definitely learn, obviously, through school. Or mm-hmm. else we'd all be running around really fucking dumb. Exactly. But, um, yeah, there's not a lot of room for creativity. There's not a lot of room for arts anymore, exactly. which is really sad. Like, I remember leaving my high school. I graduated in 2009. Mm-hmm. And, like, the year I left was last year for art class. Man. I was like, shit. <laughs> Like, our class was, like, the coolest class I had. Exactly. You need that, man. Yeah, everyone does. You don't need to be Picasso. 
but you have to find some sort of outlet exactly that it's almost like you just focus on that and when you focus on one thing mm-hmm. a hobby that you're really into whether that's like painting um, even like shooting hoops yep anything against like a rhythm and exactly. a flow yeah you know and just kind of let everyday stresses and and probably shit that you would spend time worrying about if you uh partake in your hobby more mm-hmm. for sure you're end up being just a happier person exactly you know but i think i mean that's the i think that's the the answer to the school system mm-hmm. to be honest if you if you have to if we have to deal with the school system you just have to enroll the kid in anything and any yeah. and everything he possibly can and just see him sift through him yeah put him in ballet you hate it go something else it's okay to leave and change yeah. your mind it's okay like don't but at the same time teach them to finish exactly finish you know, the class finish and it. then move on to the yeah. next one but it's just like you don't have to do this forever yeah if you don't want to do it yeah. you know what i'm saying so i don't know like i don't know dude i think there's just too many fucking kids i think there's just too many people really I mean, dude, from the time of, like, the 1980s or 1970s to now, our population has increased over 100 million people. Hmm. So that's, like, the lifetime of our parents. Right. You know? We're we're at 320 million-plus people now. And I just think, although there's, you know, uh, countries like India and China that have way more people, um, for our country, we just haven't seen this many people. I feel it. And we haven't had this many young people too. I think we just gotta expand the cities. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's time to grow. I, I really do. I think yeah. I, I mean you look, bro, I've been doing a lot of traveling this year and, and um this past year. Two thousand sixteen was a big year. I just like that was my first full year out of school. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of traveling. I didn't go too far, but I just drove every single place I went. And the thing I noticed is just dude, this it's like eighty percent fucking farmland, bro. Especially in Ohio, there's a lot of land. I'm talking, I mean, farm. Like, bro, it's just cool. I mean, it's like, all we'd have to do is just expand Cleveland. Just build some bigger cities. Okay, some things have to get torn down. I'm going to turn off the heat real quick. Oh, yeah, I got you. But keep going. But yeah, things have to get turned down. And, you know, things have to get backed up. But, I mean, torn down and backed up. But, I mean, we could expand the city of Cleveland and and move it to, you know... I don't know, increase about 25 miles. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just more city land. And then I think that's just, I think that would be okay. I don't think that would be the end of the world. There's a lot of free space in the U.S. There's a lot of open space. There really is. They're just those farm, those farmers, man, they're not giving up shit. They're not giving up shit. Them prices is high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Them people like, you got to pay me for generations and generations yeah. and generations because this is my family's, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So. Because they've it's had real. it for generations. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So it's real when when it comes to like getting land to expand. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and that's. I mean, that's. I think, you know, aesthetic. If we were, I was just talking to my friend about this other day. Um, like how when you when you watch TV, how there's only like one aesthetic being pushed, and it's like this one lifestyle, like this glamorous, mm-hmm. like flashy i got everything i want like i got it all like it's just this one lifestyle being pushed and every single brand it's like no matter what it's like oh do it the easier way the faster Mm -hmm. way the quicker way don't be you know it's just like whoa and it just i mean that just distracts people from just living a regular life and being themselves you know well it almost makes you feel like weird for just being a person exactly you know 
And that's why, like, uh, anytime I see girls with, like, those really thick uh, eyebrows, you can just tell they paint their face on. Exactly. And people will be like, oh, isn't she high? Is she? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Exactly. Because she has a lie on her face right now. Exactly. That's just not real. Exactly. People don't look like that. Exactly. Like, nothing created just looked like that, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, I don't know. It's 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 scary. Um, it is scary. And it's scary how people just believe it, though. Like, people see a, an advertisement, you know, on a billboard or something. Mm-hmm. Or they see it on Instagram. And they think that that's the way that the woman they end up with should look like. And it kind of just puts the look over the actual connection that you'd have with someone. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think, like, love is different for everybody. Like, what you look for in your partner is different for everybody. Right. So, your appearance might be really important. Like, Donald Trump is not going to have an ugly wife. Exactly. You know, because that is a very important to what's important. What's what's important to him? Mm-hmm. One of the main lead factors. Yep. But you gotta really look at the connection you have with someone. Exactly. You know, because that's what lasts. Mm-hmm. The communication. You know, if they really have your back, if you have theirs, gonna go out your way for each other. Mm-hmm. But if those things aren't there, it it can't last. Exactly. And if it does last, that really sucks. Because you could have it so much better. Yep. You know? Yep. I feel it. It's just because you're just alone. Yeah. And that would be the worst thing to be on this motherfucker alone. Right? <laughs> on this motherfucker. That's what's so weird. When, so like, big. There's so, man, mm-hmm. so fucking big. So big. Alone. That's it's a scary place to be. That's why I think it's important for people, like-minded people to get together and yeah. just talk and just it's because i think the best thing about like-minded people talking is just those those um uh what is the perfect word it's the it's the like verification mm-hmm. it's it's not that i need verification but i feel crazy sometimes when i'm talking to Absolutely. someone who's not as aware of what's going on and it's just like are they, they make like, really silly arguments yeah and you try to explain to them that they have a silly argument it's like they still don't get it's it. It's like, bro, like, whoa! <laughs> it's like we. It's like then you gotta apologize for like hurting them because like they. Mm. It's like oh, man, it becomes it becomes. I have sticky. a story about that. So please do, please go. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, I was talking to this kid one time, and <laughs> he uh, was watching one of those YouTube. Uh, you know, the world's gonna end. Look at all these natural disasters. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those. He's like, oh man, the world's definitely coming to an end. I don't even care. Like, and I was like, no, man. Like, we just didn't have cameras in all these places before. This shit's always happened. Always. We just never had video footage. Twenty four seven. And we couldn't broadcast it across the world. That's what happened in a millisecond. Right. Like, I don't think the world's really coming to an end. No. I just think we have kick ass technology that survives hurricanes. Yep. And tornadoes. Exactly. And we can capture it. And then not even go to where that device is and still get the information off of it. Right. And then broadcast it to the world. Question. Hmm. Do you think that the U.S. trying to be more secure via cameras and Mm -hmm. monitoring and security, do you feel like that is a good thing or a bad thing for the people or just for humanity in general? Um, Just constant monitoring. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I don't know. 
I think you gotta look at it both ways, right? So, um, I actually watched a Vice documentary like last year about this because oh, in no. Detroit, I find it. they, uh, I think it was Detroit. I want to say it was Detroit. Might have been Philly, but so, like East Coast, really beat up area, mm-hmm. and so the police uh, made this program that essentially put cameras all around the city. Mm-hmm. What ended up happening is that these cops started harassing the community as a whole. You know, I mean, you would be crossing the street, and because you had your hoodie up, they'd come. What's in? You know, you had your hands in your uh, in your hoodie pocket. What's in there? Like they would just go up and start searching people randomly. Right, right, right. So that's what's like concerning about it. Right, it's like the policing portion. The po- well, it's not so much policing; it's how they're policing. Right. I think cops should have cameras on them for sure. I have not yet to hear a really good argument that cops shouldn't have cameras on them because if if that happens then a lot of the argument and a lot of the corruption is going to start going away because there's yeah there's truth there's truth in that i mean show the video everyone's gonna have a perception on it Mm -hmm. and something like that's gonna be pretty black or white you know you did or you didn't do it you know right um but at the same time i mean i think of it this way too i live kind of on a busy street if we had cameras up here um, and someone broke into my house, the police station's two blocks down. I mean, they'd be over here in a jiffy, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And then the, they, you know, did what the police are intended to do, which is to protect innocent people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, it, it really comes down to if there's going to be an abuse of power for the police. Um, and it... And then that gets tricky because it's not the police force; it's have, people on the police force. Have you seen the Stanford, um, the Stanford prison pr- uh, like experiment? Mm-mm. Lord, we gotta watch that. What is it? The Stanford prison experiment. It's this dude who ran an experiment in this, like a like a psycho. He's a psychological whatever. He was uh, evaluator. He was, exactly. Or um, he was the, the doctor in the department uh, okay. at Stanford, and he basically ran a program, kind of like you know they have. Kent programs you can do little psychological evaluations to right. pay for him. He ran an experiment to do a prison for like it was like two weeks. Oh, yes, it was two weeks. So he gave okay. and then he did up to random. Literally, everyone just threw their hats, hand like names in a hat, right. and he picked your police officer, your prisoner, your police officer, your prisoner, your police officer. It was like maybe ten of them on each side. Okay, and um, basically they were just supposed to just you know acted as if it was a prison the people would just sit there there it was just all cool at first mm-hmm. everything was chill um and then like he would give them you know like little orders to do like have them come down do 15 jumping jacks do mm-hmm. 15 push-ups and you know just like little simple stuff it was just like a real nice yeah. little school experiment and then after a while people start rebelling it was like no i like F this. I don't feel like doing this. Like, I'm hungry. Let me get my food. Like, I'm uh-huh. like I'm hungry. Like, this is an experiment. Y'all tripping. Like, if because they, the, they started having a little bit of friction between the both sides. Like, okay. the prisoners was like, all right, this is just an experiment at school. Let me go get my food real quick. I'm hungry. And they were like, yeah. no, sit down. Like, yeah. well, they weren't like that at first. Like, that person left. And then but the I doctor came and was like, why is he... I mean, wasn't supposed to do push-ups. He's like, and then he he like pushed the police officer. He brought him in the room and was like, protect my prison. So it started to get a little weird. If you watch the movie, he mm-hmm. became the warden. It was gotcha. pretty. It was man, you gotta watch it, man. It's it's deep as shit, bro. Um, I don't want to tell you the whole movie. Yeah. But 
I mean, basically, is it a what, documentary or a movie? It's a movie. Okay. And but it was it's in like a no, it's it's a movie. It's okay. A movie. Yeah, just I mean, I would. Yeah, it was crazy. Okay. But, um, <laughs> like for real, but I mean, the main point, the reason I brought it up, is just like you were talking about the police brutality, um, or just the police not brutality, but the police failing to police properly. Mm-hmm. Um, it just comes from like you said, abuse of power. It, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, look, anyone that gets power doesn't want to lose it. Exactly. So, a lot of people go to ma- very major lengths to keep it and exactly. to grow it too. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the cameras will be a good thing, though. I, I think really so do. too. I mean, and look, something like that. I mean, the Vice documentary showed the cops just harassing people. Mm-hmm. Just you know, like three black dudes outside of the, you know, the convenience store. And they would just come up. What are you guys doing? And search them. Like, mm-hmm. but like that's unnecessary. Exactly. You got three guys. It's fucking cold. Yeah, that's why their hoods are up. Exactly. In and the I, middle of Philadelphia in February, like, and pretty think, chilly. And I think the, the cool thing about kind of connecting this all to, you know, what we're talking about is millennials. I think the cool thing about that is there's a business opportunity there. Whereas mm-hmm. if the cameras do become a thing, mm-hmm. you could be a liaison between that. Here, here, call this number if you feel like you're being harassed. Yeah. Well, it's not even just that. We can that. just pull the cameras, boom, we're good to go. I mean, I can't tell you how many people tell me they get their news from Instagram, from Twitter. Oh, for like, sure. Like, they know what happens in Cleveland, who got shot before the news even picks for it sure, up. For sure, because you know? the, it, Twitter's the, the, it's Twitter. But it's also yeah. our weapon, you know? So if a cop comes up, starts harassing you in your car, you put that camera on. For sure. And they see that red light go on, and they're like, okay, I got to straighten up a little exactly. bit Exactly. And then you can run it live, too. Yeah, well, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitter has a live feed now. You can just run them live. Yeah, run them live. Be like, you're on live. People are looking at this. People are literally witnesses. You have yeah. a lot. And then if you retweet it, you could literally go to court and say, well, these 16 people literally watched this. <laughs> so you need to call them in here by Twitter name. <laughs> no, seriously. It's and I real. think that it gives a lot. You. It gives a lot of power back to the people. Yes, sir. And where the whole issue really comes from is the fact that our taxes pay for them. Yeah. So it's almost like you're paying for someone to put you in a box for doing... And look, some people need to go to jail. Right. I truly, 100% honest, honestly believe that out of 320 million people in this country, we're going to have some assholes. You're going to have like the asshole level of like, I don't I don't want to associate myself with this person. Right. And then you have asshole level of like serial killer. Right, for you sure. Know? So I think there is a place... Look. If you're causing harm to another person, then something should be done. But if you're harming yourself, I don't think you should be locked in a cage for that. Right. You know? Right. If if you're doing something... You need help. Yeah, you need help. And it's weird that we look at it more like... Um, more like we should punish these people and not look at it like we should help these people. Right. You know? Like, if you know anything about addiction, there's actually like... For most addictions, you can actually kind of figure out how to move on from that. Yeah, for sure. You just need the right tools. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't get the right tools. They or get thrown help. in a box. You, you need accountability. Yeah. So then you're thrown in a box with a bunch of other... You know, you're thrown in a box with people that actually did hurt other people. Exactly. You know, that are murderers and rapists. And and it's like, these these don't mesh. You lose yourself. You know? So, like, I would never do heroin. But I would never say someone that does heroin should go to jail. Right. You know? Now, if you get behind the wheel or something like that, that's a whole nother that's story. That's a whole nother aspect. But if you're at you. your house 
And that's what you want to do with your time. That's what you want to do with your time. Just right. don't inflict harm on others. Exactly. You know? I understand that for sure. But... It comes down to taxation. They can't keep their money on it. And that's that a big stuff. business. Yep. It's a very, very big business to keep people locked up. Mm-hmm. You know? And it really sucks because a lot of this has happened during our generation. The 90s and up. And then there's undercover cops. I mean, they, they confiscate the shit and put it right back in the streets through undercover cops. And then put it back. <laughs> it's just like, a, it's a business. It's a business. It's, it's not about... Uh, protecting people oh for sure and that's what's really weird when you first saw like the war on drugs mm-hmm. i feel like this country took it just like a dark turn when we start going to war with ideas yeah you know mm-hmm. like if a country was inflicting harm on our country on a, a major part of our civilization then i think that's worth fighting for but when you go to war against an idea whether that's war on drugs or war on terrorism mm-hmm. there's no end point exactly you know, because there's always going to be two sides. Yeah, and then ah, oh, I love the argument. Well, if the DEA isn't around, all those people lose their jobs. I'm like, you're putting millions of people in cages. Exactly. You're not what feeding the like, yeah. So you want like a couple thousand people to keep their jobs, so you can put millions in a fucking cage. <laughs> How does that work out? We're doing fine, obviously. But where do you even start? You know. It was really interesting that Obama, a few months back, talked about they're going to end private prisons. Mm-hmm. But then you really haven't heard anything about it past then. Because they shut that down. That's what I feel. It was weird that there was like a press conference. Money talks. Like there's an actual press conference you could see on YouTube. And he's mm-hmm. like, we're ending private prisons. This is unjust. Blah, blah, blah. But I haven't really seen it. I got to look it up. But like, that would be huge. Yeah, for sure. Because that's slavery. Exactly. Straight up. When it you're profiting... Is off of an, of trapping other people that's, how's that not slavery exactly you know and that's why i think like the police force in even in general the police force should be a, it should be a higher sa- uh, salary i mean i really think it should mm-hmm. be is you should get paid like a lawyer i think you should have to go to law Absolutely. school i think you should have to go to three years of law school and pass the bar in that state to become yeah a police officer yeah because now we got people you get rid who, of the trumps and then you got six months of reading a book. It's like your 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 temp test. You already mm-hmm. kind of know everything that they're going to ask you on the test. And you're just kind of yeah. like, eh, all right, cool. Let me pass this test. And you go out here and you're just an asshole. You don't even know the law yourself. You want to look at uh, what's the highest uh, paid occupations in our country. It's your lawyers, your doctors, um, entertainers. The highest level of entertainer, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of stuff like pharmaceuticals. Sure. You know, yep. but cops, teachers, um, I can never say ambulance, right? Ambulance, ambulance, A- ambulance, 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 ambulance. <laughs> uh, like the, what are they called? The, uh, EMTs. EMTs. Yeah, yes. Yeah, the yeah. EMTs, like they don't really get paid that well either. Yeah. Um, and it's weird how like the positions in our society that are going to groom the future. Mm hmm. They kind of get the shit end of the stick. For sure. You know? So, policing areas. Teachers with the children. Mm-hmm. Like, showing them how to live. Exactly. I mean, there's a pretty good argument, I would say. And I have no facts to back this up. But that you spend a lot of your time with your teacher probably more than with your parents or equal to. Exactly. I and mean, you're spending eight hours a day in a school with this person. Yeah. You know? And then, like, a couple hours at home at night. And then you're going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Man. 
And that's the thing. So you need to train them. And that's the thing. We just need to put more emphasis on. You just need to put more emphasis on the things that matter. That's all. That's really what it is. It's not that. It's not that we're doing the system. It's not that the system is wrong. The system just not ran properly. We just don't mm-hmm. put enough interest on the things that matter. We're just all about money mm-hmm. and about image because the people would rather. We would rather. I mean, the thing is, instead of us investing our money in the school system, we're investing our money in ourselves. We're investing our money in, in these cars mm-hmm. and these images to uphold. Mm-hmm. Instead of investing in saying, "All right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to this," and if us five in this community can put, you know, save ten thousand, you know, as a household mm-hmm. in a year. You got five. That's fifty k. You know what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. then you got other com- parts of the community doing that. You can raise a million dollars easy mm-hmm. in a city yeah. to put towards something. You know, mm-hmm. a school of renovating the gym or bringing back all the art programs. The kids don't have to pay to play. Little simple shit. I mean, it's like it's so possible, but we're selfish. Like the mm-hmm. we don't put enough. Like even as as the politicians. Like I feel like. It's we're, it's so crazy with that political election how it happened because I just feel like you could easily just turn on the TV and just go in and say hi, I'm running for president. <laughs> um, I want to help the schools. I want to <laughs> do this. Like I want to show you like this is how it's gonna break down. If you all invest this ten dollars here and take this out your check, it'll help the schools in this way. We have plans to mm-hmm. build these. Da, 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 da. Just break it down. No one had a plan. Just. Exactly. It's just like I'm gonna make it great. No, the election was about grabbing pussies and emails. It really was. It was yeah. entertaining, like you said. I remember watching one of the de- uh, debates. Man, I'll never watch that again. I was the scariest right. thing I've ever seen. It was like I was in the Matrix. I'm like, Dude, this is a reality TV show. It's the Purge. Yes, it's sir. like, the, have you seen the new Purge movie, Purge Election Year? No. It's kind of creepy because it was made before the presidential election Mm -hmm. but there's a woman as the democrat there's a man as the republican they kind of look like clinton and and trump not identical by any means but you know Mm -hmm. just like their outfits there's actually one of the um the like the uh debate that they had on the movie and then the debate they had in real life they did like a meme of it and it's kind of scary how uh similar it looks you know but uh (laughs) i gotta see it but yeah, man. I mean, we're always looking at the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. So where are we? December. So you finished Christmas and New Year's. Um, yeah, Super Bowl's coming up. NBA yep. All Star Game. Got Valentine's yep. Day. Mm-hmm. Um, spring we're always, break. Yeah, spring, spring break. break. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's always the next thing to look forward to. Always. And, uh, and there's selling points around it all. Well, there's so much money in it all. I mean, if you look at just spring break itself and all the money that probably generates between travel, uh, you know, a place to stay where you get there, all the money you invest in, like, food and going out and shit like that. You're self-educated, though, bro. Mm-hmm. It's, you're, you're, you're so smart. <laughs> Who? You. Me? <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you knew what you knew <laughs> compared to other people, that's, like... My number one question would be, what do you feel like you get out of this time? Because I know people would look at me and be like, well, why would you go to those festivals? Because I know what I get out of that time. Exactly. And if you get something out of it, then go for it. But if you're just going because your group's going Mm -hmm. and you're doing it to be more... Just fit in. Just to fit in. I feel like we're... I don't know. I hate to say it, but millennials are kind of pussies. I'm copycats, bro. 
A lot of cop. Well, you see one person do it. Like I watched a Childish Gambino interview. Mm-hmm. He's really interesting. I really like listening to yeah, his interviews. Dope. If it's a good person interviewing him, he can really drop some fucking knowledge. For sure. Um, but uh, he's talking about like if Jaden Smith posts something online, mm-hmm. then like every thirteen-year-old boy in America wants to get that, mm-hmm. just like that. Yep. Because they see someone else doing it exactly. that they have no interaction with whatsoever. Exactly. They have no actual relationship with. No clue. You know. Yep. But it's it's fame. Yeah. It's fame. Well, fame's weird because it's one-sided. It's it's one person that kind of gets all this attention, but they don't then give the attention they've given like gotten. They don't disperse that back to those people. It, it it's not their it's not their I mean, Jaden gets that attention because he's he's Jaden. Yeah. He's 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 Will Smith's son. <sighs> How many? Wouldn't everybody else want to be Will Smith's son? Don't you want to be Will Smith's son? (laughs) I don't know if I could handle it. I mean, me either. (laughs) But I'm just. But that—that's us living our life that we have now. If you're born into it, then it's a whole other scenario. You don't know any other way of life. Exactly. You know. And I think that's as much as for rich people as for poor people and everything in between. It's everyone's born into what they see. Like their example of normal. Yeah. Like I had exactly. a friend in high school that got married really soon uh, after we graduated, mm-hmm. and it was very obvious that like this guy was essentially just like her dad. But I I kind of understood it then because I was like, that's what her objective of or her, her perception of normal is. Right. It is fighting and screaming at mm-hmm. each other and. You know, he fucked her, and I'm going to fuck him, but we're still going to get to... You know, it's like, right, right, that was just right. normal. That's that Ravenna lifestyle. <laughs> Warren, Ohio, baby. <laughs> Not much different. Um, so, yeah, that's... When I was younger, and I saw that happen, mm-hmm. I kind of looked... Like, kind of figured out that my normal, and what I would expect out of my partner isn't what everyone else expects yeah, out of theirs. Exactly. I just expect out of people in general, you know, Mm -hmm. because they were groomed a whole nother cloth. Different set of stimuli. Not saying they're bad or good or whatever. It's just different, Mm -hmm. you know. Yep. But some people break that too. I mean, some people would see that relationship growing up and be like, I'm not doing that shit. For sure. And I think that's, I think that's where the idea of fame comes from. It's just like, if, if I could have it, if I could have a do over, I'd be you. I think that's really where the idea of fame comes from. In a sense, it's just that people want to be other people. Someone else, yeah. They just don't want, they don't like who they are. The idea of someone else. Yeah, the idea, mm-hmm. exactly. Because, I mean, the thing is, like you said, it's just all about perception. It's all about, like, mm-hmm. this is the this is the me I'm choosing to show you. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I just sound like I listen to interviews all day. But I've never been a huge fan of Lady Gaga music, but mm-hmm. I saw this really great speech she gave at Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say speech, she wasn't like at a podium. She was just like in a classroom Rives, with like white tee and a jean, mm-hmm. like jeans on, just yeah, hanging out. Yeah. And um, Kanye did that too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm sure his message is probably pretty similar. Like, look, I don't really care to sell perfumes. Like, I'm just not into it. Right. So I'm not going to do it anymore. But so many people since they knew that people would buy her perfume 
forced her into selling a, perf- a perfume, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. people want to smell like her. Exactly. And then you get the clothing line because people want to look exactly. the way you look. Fan. And Fandom. Fa- yeah. Fandom. But it's, I always tell people, even like with the presidential election, when people get so gun ho on one team, I'm like, I, I wouldn't have to talk to them. <laughs> but I mean, I'd that, have to sit down and talk to because you don't know these people. But you, you know think that's the human image. evolution, though. Do you really know your parents? Maybe you do. You may really know yours. I know for a fact. I really don't know my parents. I know who they choose to say. Right. This is I, this is dad. They create these personas. We all right. are humans. We create these per- egos and positions, like exactly. positions and power. Exactly. Also, even in a family. Exactly. So, like, we have these personas that we deliver on on a daily basis but it's just like you know what is really you you know what i'm saying Mm. and that's i think that's i I don't know i mean that's isn't that in our dna though like when we're kids we're looking at our parents they they're walking and running we want to walk and run Mm -hmm. like we just always it's about learning and the reason i notice people like become fans is just because like you're you're doing something that they're not Mm-hmm. That's really all it is. It's just like I want to be Gary Vaynerchuk because he's hustling, not because he's getting money and all that stuff. That that too. But my man's got it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He's living a full life. I feel like to the fullest, and he's living his full potential. I feel like he figured it out. So I'm a fan mm-hmm. based on the fact that just like I okay, I'm I want just like I looked at my I was a fan of my dad's walking, so I wanted to walk. Right. I was a fan of his talking, so I wanted to talk like him. I wanted mm-hmm. to look and be and do what he did. And then now at this point in my life, I look at my, you know, my mm, people. Your peers. Exactly. Or not even my peers. My, 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 I, I don't want to use the word idols, but I'm going to use the word idols. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. It's, you know, Tom Bilio. It's LeBron James. It's all these people. But all they did was just elevate their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And we just want to do what they did because they did something that we either couldn't, didn't have access to or just didn't do. Yeah. I love the LeBron story. Oh, me too. I love it. Being from Ohio just makes it sweeter. Not even Ohio, but being from Akron. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, if he was from, like, North Canton or something, I don't think it'd have the same impact. Right. You know? True. Um, but, I mean, you want to talk about someone... What's really interesting to see is that he came up at the same time as Maurice Colorette. Mm-hmm. And you look at where both of them are. Where yeah. LeBron is the first billion dollar athlete to sign with Nike for right. a lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's essentially saying, look, we know this dude's not going to fuck up. Yeah, exactly. And that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's crazy. Because you think about the, the stars, like the stars Every, that have fallen off. Stars don't fall off. That's what it's designed to do. For sure. You're designed, they're designed build to you build you up. Because <laughs> the the come down's just as entertaining, if mm-hmm. not more for some people. It's definitely. And then, you know, you have people, for example, maybe like Kobe. That after the rape charge, things die down. Right. And then in a few years, no one even brings it up. Right. You know? Exactly. And they kind of reestablish themselves. You but a lot of people don't. You money off the system, and the system makes its money back off of off you, you. Through their yeah. ratings and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's fake. It's it's interesting, especially something like ESPN, where you could look at, like, maybe a year Mm -hmm. of ESPN and maybe pull out, like, hours worth of, like, vital information that the world needs to know. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Maybe. And that's, like, a major world event. It'll be late. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's fuck. It'll be two episodes later. The rest of it's just 
shit talk and propaganda, you know? Literally. Like, I find it so funny because they actually, uh, yeah, speculation. <laughs> they stream a lot of the shows now on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes if I only got like 10 minutes or something, I'm like making some food, I'll put something, you know. Right, I feel it. Um, and you could just tell when they don't have nothing to talk about. Right. Is LeBron the new MJ? And just shit like that. It's just like. And people come on, hell, they're getting emotional, screaming yeah. and yelling at each other. All about opinions. And I'm like. How you about guys- you get LeBron and MJ on the show and let them talk about it? Yeah. That's That'd be cool. That'd That's be cool. entertaining. Not but you got bozos. You got Skip Bayless has never played a professional sport in his life. <laughs> Are you a Stephen A. Smith? Which is very entertaining. It is. The way he, he has learned a very, like, entertaining way of how to speak. Yep. You know? Yep, he figured it out. He, like, he you follow his voice. You're, like, intrigued to hear what he's going to say. Right. Even if you really don't give a shit, right. you still want to listen to it. Exactly. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, uh, it, it's just weird how that news organization builds their entire company, really, uh, what you said, off specu- speculation, off guesses. You know, yep. this is going to happen, you and then the it, game happens, it. and this is what happened. But next week, and exactly. then it just keeps They go going right into it. Keeps going. Right into it. Dude. And as you said, it's always the next thing. Like, that, they built that whole thing up as soon as the Christmas season started. Like, they start running the, the LeBron mm-hmm. versus Steph Curry commercials yep. for an entire month. Yeah. Then you watch the game, and it's over, and they're like, tomorrow. It's yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, you know what really freaks me out? What's up? This really freaks me out. So, you know, like, when you go to... You watch, like, a movie trailer. Mm -hmm. That's what, like, CNN and Fox News does now. Mm -hmm. When I went home and I was at my parents' house, I was like... Because I don't have cable. Like, every other millennial. Um, But my parents still have cable. So, I was like, let's just see what happens. Mm -hmm. I want to watch, like, a half-hour CNN, a half-hour Fox. Half-hour CNN, half-hour Fox. I did this for two hours. Mm -hmm. And when they have, like, some sort of special... It's like the NFL or like a movie trailer. Like there's just the music and the announcer. And like, we got Bernie Sanders sitting down with Trump supporters. I'm like, what the fuck? So he's just talking to some people is what we're getting at. (laughs) But they make it seem like a movie now. And it's such a a huge production. Yeah, it's a huge production. And it's just, I look at that, I'm like, man, they are just... They're a mosquito sucking on the old generation to just hold on, like, mm-hmm. just keep us in the game for a little bit longer. They know it's over. Because once they're gone, we're, we look at that and laugh. Without that, it's a fucking no Tom Cruise though. commercial. It's a Mission Impossible 16 right there. I mean, we're gonna we're the generation that's gonna see CNN be CNN, Fox, all of them, even networks like ABC mm-hmm. get dethroned by Facebook. Yeah. Twitter. People are going to release their content that way. Exactly. Netflix. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, Netflix know? is going to be huge. I think Hulu is going to go away. I think Hulu is fucking trash. Um, they have to find something to be... Um, they have to find their niche. They, exactly. And, and, like, just spitballing here, a good idea, so NBC, ABC, who uh, CBS, they cut the cable services, and they should just contract through Hulu to still push their... Their shows. They, that, that's a, such a significant pay cut, though, bro. 
oh that's why it's not gonna happen (laughs) but at the same time if they don't have another option i think you're i think you're right i think that's what's gonna happen live tv is just gonna be on your phone it's gonna be Mm -hmm. right there your your cable service i mean you gotta think though look at all i think they're positioning for that though if you think of like at&t buying direct tv direct tv and then they're buying time warner they're trying to merge with time warner right now at&t is Woo! I'm telling you, bro. It's not there yet. I know, but you, you, they acquired that. It's just there's there you so, go though. You cut that now. That deal from NBC is with AT and T, yeah. And then they do direct stream just to the the different apps straight on the phone. Yeah. So if you have AT and T service, you can have you can download the NBC app, the ABC app, right. and all this thing. Pay a little premium, and it's like built in. Now. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? That's wild. It's fun We're to watch there. that shit though. We're there. I love it. It's entertaining. It's <laughs> I love our how, life. like. <laughs> I love life. how AT and buying like Directv and Time Warner, and they have Verizon buying like Yahoo and AOL. Right. <laughs> I just think, I like, think, it sounds like Verizon's going to the wrong direction. <laughs> the thing is, AT and T is going to become a company that is doing. Verizon is going to is going to reign supreme in the phone world. They will yeah. be the best phone consumer mm-hmm. you know wireless company ever they're gonna be the greatest but at&t is going to be a media company that moves forward and just doing media you know what i'm saying well kind of looks like at&t will be like a one-stop shop like so. you can do everything here That's exactly you know where like, verizon is going to focus more on just one product but they're gonna get i don't know kind of looks like they're gonna get uh stuck behind but I think, you know, I mean, I, I honestly think AT&T is doing all this to position themselves to get bought by Apple. I just really honestly think that. Because yeah. I think Apple is trying to have their own phone network and have their own just everything. I mean, think about a company like Apple purchasing AT&T. It's over. Yeah? Oh. I mean, that puts, like, everybody out of business at that point. That's how I look at it. <laughs> I would wonder if, if that could happen, though. Because would it create a monopoly? Yeah, I mean, I think that's where we're going, though. If, yeah. As we head towards singularity, obviously, it's just going to be that's one true. or two choices. It's not going to be like... Like now, You got mom and pops. Yeah. And, and, pff, to me, they, you're already starting to see it. Mom and pops are closing up like day, like day by I mean, day. It's been happening. For sure. You know, you have things like uh, Amazon, and as Amazon continues to grow and progress... and They get their um, drone game going. It's... I, I, just think about it right now. Like right now today, you mm-hmm. can get the. Do you know about those buttons? Mm-mm. This is. I mean, it's not like the craziest shit ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like a button. So say like you like tied. Um, I know what you're talking about for washing mm-hmm. clothes. Mm-hmm. So you get a tied button that you stick on the wall, and then say you're about to run out of tide, you just hit the button and it automatically sends it to your house. Genius. Okay. Genius. So think about when you have your tide button next to your washer. And the fucking drone drops it off in front of your house in a half hour. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So right now you're going to get like, you're going to get it like in a day or two. Mm-hmm. You know? But, uh, yeah. Once the, once they get this drone thing down, it's... Because then, I mean, it's going to be on your phone, though. It's going to be automatic through your your fingerprint through your phone that you authorize those things. Well, they won't mm-hmm. even need the button anymore. You'll, I was kind be- of annoying about that. I was helping my grandma set up her phone. She got it for his iPhone. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know... And it was like every time you downloaded an app, it was asking her for a password and shit. Yep. I'm like, Android don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> give me your Gmail one time and we're good. <laughs> Gmail holds more information than anything. Yeah. Gmail has your Gmail has your I mean, Google has your life. 
Google 100% has my life. Exactly. You know oh, I know? It has my life, too. My cash data... Everybody has one. My cash data goes to at least a gig in two days because of how much information they accumulate Dude, on you. Man. All my pictures are on Google. Google Photos, like... Everything. Everything. You know? Everything. I actually, like, spent time, took everything off my, like, old... Uh, off my Mac. I took everything off of my SD cards from... Uh, for my Samsungs, mm-hmm. and I just put everything on Google Photos, and I actually have everything in one spot. Um, so yeah, Google just—they know my life right. from like my first smartphone, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, man. Some the Facebook days, like it was—it's been a minute. Well, that it'll be really interesting to see that, you know, because like nowadays, if you want to see a picture of your grandma, you see some like a Polaroid or mm-hmm. something of that nature, right? But like when our grandkids see our pictures, it's gonna be like a digital album, right? You know, I mean, you're really gonna get to see videos and pictures, and it's not gonna be like here's my one photo from when I was eight, right? You know, right? I mean, shit, people are gonna grow up have their baby photos on Facebook, you know, right? Like, there's a lot of Facebook moms out there. That's true. I went to school. I went to college with this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ended up like moving back to her own town. She got pregnant, and she's just a Facebook mom. Really, like all day is just on Facebook, posting pictures of the kid, playing the games too. Oh, Sending requests. You already know. <laughs> the only people I get requests like when I had Facebook, I get requests to play these games, and I'm like, I don't do any of it. Like, I wouldn't spend time doing that. Exactly. I don't think that's a, like a useful way to spend your time. Like when people, we, you look at their phone and their apps are just games. Big business, man. Oh my God, dude. But interesting thing about uh, my mind, where my mind went when you brought up the pictures. Um, I mean, just think about it in the future. If you, I mean, I, I think that's how you, you time travel. If you really think about it, if you could, if we could capture moments and like upload our consciousness to a database. What's time, VR? You can, you can, exactly. Make you your can, own VR video. And, just and then put the goggles it. on, and you're there. Relive it. Yeah. And if you, the VR, I mean, have you seen that, that thing called the sub pack? Mm-mm. They have these things where they, you put the it put it on, and it connects to your music. It's like Bluetooth, and it's just the bass, and it, mm-hmm. like, shakes it's your It's the bass body. on your chest? It's everywhere. It's on your bass, like your stomach. It's like, it goes, it's like a little thing. It goes here, and it's on your back, too. Damn. And it locks onto you like a bulletproof vest, and that joint is, like, it shakes and you got headphones on and like if you get there you sit in one of those chairs oh shoot sit in one of those chairs it's like the matrix man yeah. you put in the vr goggles you you're there you're Damn. you're out of you like you'll you're sent like you put yourself in a sensory pool with all that yeah oh it's over you're gone like yeah. you're not in here you you yeah. just transcended your consciousness somewhere else that's time traveling baby we figured it out bro on this yeah. fucking show oh what's up <laughs> I want some royalties. Yeah, <laughs> we got the proof. <laughs> Discovered in that and can't. <laughs> I really think that is the new internet, though. Will be virtual reality. It's the next step. For sure, I, I want know? those Snapchat. Um, those those goggles. Have you seen them? Which ones? The um, what are they called? Oh, the Google ones? No, they're called um spectacles. Um, they just drop like a thing in a city, and you can just stand in line and get them. And they're just spectacles. You put them on, and it's like POV um, Snapchat. It's crazy. What? So you're like making Snapchats mm-hmm. from these glasses? Mm-hmm. It's POV. What does it's that mean? A point of view. 
Oh, okay. so basically, it's like when you have a, uh, it's like a, what's the thing it's called? Uh, GoPro. It's basically like a GoPro. A GoPro glasses. glasses, yeah. Yep. So like basically, that's where because Snapchat saw what was coming with, um, you know, when Facebook tried to buy them for like a billion or two. Mm-hmm. They decided to go a different direction since Facebook took stories. They're trying to make Snapchat like a, like a, like a POV whole type thing. So when you get into VR, you're literally living your life on like Snap. They're going a different direction now. Damn. So they're drop literally they're dropping these. There was one in Vegas. They just dropped these things. Like I think they're doing them with. I may be wrong here, but I think they're doing them with helicopters. They're just dropping a vending machine with these spectacles and they're free you just go up and put in your snapchat name or something like that click the button they drop they're yours and you leave and there's only like a certain amount you get them and it's over and then they're gone and then they come pick it up and they wow. get away out there or they might drop it off in a truck i don't know yeah. but they just drop it off and you can they're free damn they just show up in select places man randomly and that's I, that's the direction they're trying to go it's like pov like well they're looking more into the future yeah i mean even you have people that look at data now Mm-hmm. and try to just keep it going and then you have people that look in the future and try to try to pretty much prepare and mm-hmm. that, so when that moment happens they can just execute putting yourself out of business constantly just keep coming up with new ideas mm-hmm. that's basically all they're doing mm-hmm. it's crazy though but like gary said though you're gonna have contacts one day and just you're gonna be able to record everything right yeah. there on these contacts. i believe this if you even just look at things like google glass and you know, and all the VRs that are out there right now, today alone, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's inevitable. And it'll get us more comfortable, I think, dealing with artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good stepping stone so people don't freak out too much. They don't even realize it. They're so scared of it, but they're they're falling right into it. And they love it. Well, it's weird that, like, <laughs> people will be scared of it and then use Siri. Exactly, and love it. <laughs> and love it. And yeah, love it. use it all the time. Man, those freaking Amazon dots flew off the shelves this year. I've never seen In the homes. I mean... It was crazy. And people don't even know where they're getting them. They don't. <laughs> they literally don't. Like, they'll ask you, like, what's the purpose of it? But if you have to ask the question, it's... I don't think you really need it. Ask yourself that question out loud. Right. What yeah. does this do? I don't know. Why are you in here buying it? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand. I, I mean, I'm not super impressed with them. I think it's... You could really do the same things with the Bluetooth speaker you probably already have. Um, the phone you have. Really, the appeal... Uh, if you have, like, smart lights... If you have smart features in the home, that's really the appeal of the speaker. Right. But a lot of homes don't. And even if you do that, it's just not even advanced enough to... I mean, I mean, I think about advanced technology where we're going, where I could literally say, turn my hue lights to 80% red. Yeah. And it's like... Phew, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's like that. Yeah. Can't even do that yet. So yeah. it's like, you're going out paying that. I, like, I mean, I think it's almost better to be a hermit and just watch. Because like mm-hmm. you said, it's going to keep happening. You just wait for your chance. It's just yeah. like, okay, they're not there yet. I'll come back in a few years. Yeah. <laughs> they're, Absolutely. It's, it's not there yet. It's it's getting Patience. There. Yep. Instead of going out and just buying, buying consumerism, just buying, buying, buying. You just wait. Because that thing's going to be one day. Talk about a smart home. You come in, hey, yeah. make me breakfast. <laughs> I'm hungry. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm hungry. <sighs> yeah, robot seriously. comes out and flips some stuff, and it's like, your breakfast is prepared, sir. Yeah. How, many, how many people are going to turn that down? I doubt it, bro. I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, unfortunately, I think it's 
not in a bad way, but we just kind of keep getting lazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to keep expecting technology to do things for us that we just don't want to do anymore. Right. Like, I wouldn't bust out a map and use it right now when I have my phone. Exactly. You know? It's just why. For what? And that's and I think that's the thing that we don't understand where we're going as a hum- as humanity. Because who knows mm-hmm. where we're actually going? Like, yeah. Like, who knows where the, all this is leading to? You know what I'm saying? Like, this, the greed may be the thing. Let me speculate here. Let me be ESPA. <laughs> maybe the greed is leading us to a, a place where maybe, let's say this. Maybe all this greed is evil. Well, it is evil. But let's say all this greed to want more, get it faster, 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 so we can get more money, more, 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 mm-hmm. more. Um, is this leading us towards revelations? Like, because, I mean, I, I really think when I read the Bible, um, it's fun because if someone says chariot of fire and they were from 7B, like AD, of course a rocket ship will just be called a chariot of fire. Like, <sighs> we would call it a rocket. What are they going to, what are they going to call rocket ships 70, like, or 2,000 more years from now? Yeah. It's going to be a whole nother language around. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, like, we'll call it, oh, that's a rocket. Who knows what the yeah. next thing will be? So I think we're preparing for that. I think all the greed is just leading us to this point. All these alien movies, if you realize anything that comes into Earth, we destroy it. We mm-hmm. shoot it. We kill it. I really think that in Revelations that God would be coming back. If if God would be technology, God would be singularity. Mm-hmm. It would be this perfect civilization just, just coming back yeah. to roam, roam around. I don't really, it's not a scary thing like they portrayed in movies. It's just, I think it's, I think it would be something like reality. It's mm-hmm. just, it is what it is. Yeah. We'd, we'd adapt. Regardless of what's going to happen, we'll yeah, no adapt. No choice. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do. That's what animals do. They adapt to their environment. Exactly. But it's cool to, just to think about it. Like you said, just. It is fun to watch. It's fun just to watch. relax. Yeah. That's, I think, oh, they that's said we the have the one. highest stress level of any generation ever because we compare ourselves too much we compare ourselves to other people uh we compare ourselves like ideas you know notions Mm -hmm. beliefs yeah Yeah. even if you don't personally believe in that shit (laughs) that's the best when people don't actually even believe in it but the people you want to be around Mm -hmm. believe in it so you have to yeah yeah that's weird very very weird damn this was amazing. Man. This was amazing. I'm so happy we got to do this. Yes, bro. That was it. We knocked it out. We did knock it out. Oh, well, shit. You got anything left, dude? Nothing, bro. I know. I'm good. That was great. My brain feels amazing. It really does. Like <laughs> I just got a massage from the, from the universe. All right. Like, no, you, you need that. Anytime. Thank you. thank you for coming down. This is awesome. Awesome yes. first podcast. For sure. Random Millennial Thoughts. This is a, a great name for the first yes, episode. Yes, sir. It's probably just going to be the name of the podcast. Yes, it has to be. You know? Because um, this really is our way of doing news. Yeah. The days of like having someone there with a pre-written script. Yeah. You know you know the questions that are coming. We know the answer. Sometimes you just Hey, gotta- Andrew. <laughs> I've heard you've been working on some music lately. Well, I have this EP coming out. It's like, wow. Give them different content. Yeah. We'll give them get, people want, I shouldn't say people, millennials want more genuine content, I think. For sure. We don't need someone that has their face painted on 
Man or woman? Because men do the same shit on in the news in the news world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of makeup on the balls. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I just think that's not the way we consume information. You know about the Young Turks? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look at the Young Turks. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah, they're they're not dressed like hobos, but you know, it's it's more of them just like getting content out. Yeah, definitely in Um, a good way. I actually watched them. during the election. That was funny. Yeah. I forget the big fuck that used to be on CNN that works there now. But, oh my god, he lost his shit. Uh, I think Alex Jones, you know who Alex Jones is? The big conspiracy oh, theory yeah. guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he like bum-rushed the interview. And the main dude from the Young Turks, the big... He's not like fat, but he's bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, he freaked out. <laughs> it was really funny. Alex you could tell he was so heated Trump was president. And then Alex Jones walks in and starts ranting off conspiracy theories. He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I gotta watch that. It's like two minutes. It's, it's nothing it. super long. It. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of like the notion of doing this. For is sure. getting young people's ideas out there. Mm-hmm. Getting young people to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And just giving everyone a voice. Yep, you know, sure. I mean, everyone has the ability to have a voice now. And I think we should use that to the best of our ability and just kind of create like a more more community with our generation for sure because although we are interconnected through social media i feel like we're also really disconnected yeah you know we could use it to bring everybody together or put everybody in little isolation tubes yeah so yeah absolutely this is just a great platform for sure for sure awesome my man thank you sir for sure awesome we cut Whoop.